are joined by Corey Neno, also known as the Cyber Guy. Corey is a veteran, a senior uh, cyber intelligence analyst at Cargill, and he spent a lot of time helping people enter the cybersecurity industry. So I know he's the perfect guest. Welcome, Corey. How are you this morning? I'm doing great, Gene. Thanks for having me. Oh, fantastic. Well, we're excited to have you. Why don't we jump right in? So, uh, Corey, you're relatively new to your career, especially compared to some of our other guests. We have people that are my age, you know, 50, 60. So uh, we're ancient dudes. But you uh, transitioned out of the military a couple of years ago, and you told us that an organization called VetSec uh, was very helpful in your transition. So we're excited uh, because we've had other people who have made similar transitions, but they haven't mentioned this organization. So can you tell us a little bit about your transition and a little bit about VetSec? Absolutely, Gene. Happy to. So I transitioned out of active duty military after nine years in 2021. So All right. about the mid midpoint of COVID. Yeah, so yeah. Well, first off, thank you for your service. I appreciate that. Thank you for your support. But yeah, it was really interesting. So I spent a lot of time in the army doing IT and cyber work. So what I did was I first made a plan. I utilized my education benefits as best I could. And that got me the opportunity to use SkillBridge. And then while I was at SkillBridge working with Microsoft for the Microsoft MSSA program, yeah, I was informed about VetSec. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard of this organization before. So I looked them up. VetSec is a US-based 501 nonprofit, accepts all active duty service members, uh, reservists, veterans from the United States and allied nations. So we're really opening up to the globe to support veterans interested in IT and cybersecurity. So I was like, this sounds perfect because it's always a challenge to try to find like-minded people within the field that are going through the same thing you're going through, like transitioning out of the military. So I joined VetSec and it was an absolute blessing because One, they have a great, like a phenomenal website. The website Mm. is there to provide resources, ways to get training and certifications. They have job boards. Wow. Um, It connects you to a bunch of different services that I had no idea existed, including things like SkillBridge. There's a ton more SkillBridge opportunities I didn't even know about. VetSec brings it all to you. So it's really, really nice. So is it Um, VetSec.org? Vetsec.org. Mm-hmm. Great. We'll put it in the show notes, but uh, for our listeners that are active military, that sounds like an awesome resource and partnering with Microsoft. I know they're doing a, a lot to help the industry uh, you know, increase exactly what the podcast is about, trying to just bring more great people like yourself to the fight. So that's awesome. You also spend a lot of time helping other people, whether from the military or not, find jobs in cybersecurity. So that's why I love having you as a guest because it's one of my passions as well. And you kind of set it out some really practical advice. So can you share with our listeners some of your tips uh, on showcasing their passion for cybersecurity in their resumes or when they're interviewing? Absolutely, Gene. So I've had the pleasure just in this past year working with about 63 different people and almost all of them now have either entry level, mid-level or senior professional level positions. Wait, 63 people, 63. That's all. I, I set a goal every year of 30 and you're crushing me, man. That's awesome. How good does that make you feel? It makes me feel great, Gene. The key is like, just like I was going through, it's so hard to find a mentor. So mm-hmm. making sure that they have those resources available and they know where to look and not only for safety purposes, but for like-minded individuals, like through VetSec, they're able to find those types of organizations that are right for them and find right. mentors to help them. But my number one thing, 
the biggest thing that I always try to tell people is that if you do something, put it on your resume. Mm. There's this kind of almost confusion, especially when you're transitioning from another field or a field that's not relevant as much as you might think to IT or cyber, that they can't make this analogous to cybersecurity experience. But that's where things like trainings, certifications, studying cybersecurity tools on your own in your free time, or things like Hack the Box, Try Hack Me, Blue mm. Team Labs Online, CTF programs, and or doing what I always remind people, you're volunteering, your GitHub and GitLab, going to conventions like Black Hat right. or you know, DEF CON, RSA, things like that. Right. Yeah, DEF CON, absolutely. Yeah, I think with, with both of those, I did a small podcast a while ago about Black Hat. I think I'm going to do another one, but it would be interesting you know, when maybe another time get you on there uh, to talk about how to approach that. Because if you don't have a game plan on a show like that, <laughs> it could be pretty overwhelming. And, uh, you know, though there's 30,000 people, you might not eat anybody if you don't have a plan. But we'll save that for another uh, great podcast. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, really sharing the information. I love the the idea that VetSec is probably also vetted a lot of, of these programs. Because as we talk about a lot in these uh, in our podcast, when we talk about the importance of training, um, there's unfortunately a lot of programs that probably aren't very valuable, but they cost significant amounts of money. So going to VetSec uh, for for active military, I think, is a great way for them to get a safe environment where they can get high value, but not take a lot of money uh, to be able to do those things. But sharing everything, I think, is just an awesome tip. Absolutely. And put it on your resume. And put it on your resume. Share, 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 for sure. So I know Absolutely. you recently earned your CISSP. Can you share some tips about the process? Maybe first tell everybody what CISSP is. Uh, why should somebody get it? And then what's what are some tips uh, to go through that process? Oh, the old CISP, the Certified Information Security Professional, the one of the most challenging and difficult uh, certifications to get in cybersecurity. Uh, there's kind of like this nuance, this like, almost like brevity, like it's this big thing and everyone's afraid of it because it takes so much experience and mm. they have to get validated, you know? So spoiler alert, I did another blog. I'm, I'm dropping another tech blog on my experience. And I make a joke about the fact that whenever somebody passes CISP, you always are like, oh man, I got to go run to Reddit. I got to run to Twitter and LinkedIn. Right. Let people know. <laughs> about my experience. So I kind of poke fun at that and it's called Not Your Average American CISP Review. But skipping that, yeah. <laughs> here are some really cool tips from that. And one of the most important ones right out the gate is make a plan, set a date to take the test and stick to it. Mm -hmm. Because the hardest thing I found was that I didn't set a date right away and my plans kept changing because you know life gets in the way, work gets in the way, life gets in the way. Right. I had these obstacles I kept trying to jump over and hoops I had to jump through to get that time in to study, make a plan, set the date. That is your no ifs, ands, or buts date. You're taking the test and stick to it because if you second guess yourself, you're going to get all up in your head. You just need to be confident because once that time comes and that test is in front of you and you're taking it, there's nothing left. All you need to do is just rely on yourself, be confident in the knowledge that now you're going to do your best. And then Another really good one is know yourself and know that if you have more than 10 years experience, your experience is actually going to help you a lot more in answering the questions than 
a lot of studying. It's good to study, but your experience is definitely going to help you out a lot more. And it did mm. for me. But for those with less than 10 years of experience, because uh, CISP does have those requirements for certifying after you pass, you definitely need to make that plan and maintain. study. Yeah, you got to maintain, you got to study more mm. thoroughly because you're, you have to make up for that lack of experience and that knowledge base. So mm. making sure that you know yourself and if you don't have that experience, then making sure you're really hitting the books is mm. definitely the weighted difference between some people who take it and other people who are trying to get ahead of the curve. Right. Well, I think great guidance. We've had some interesting discussions uh, with other people in cyber about the importance of it. Is it important? Is it important? I think starting out uh, and, and getting it, you know, it's it's kind of like a CPA for uh, accountants. It's like, you know, it's one of those entry points that it's, it's set high enough to help you differentiate yourself from others that are playing in the game. And, you know, longer term, it does become less and less important because you're just getting so much practical experience as the adversaries continue to attack wherever you're working. Uh, you've got to continue to adjust. But I think that's, that's some great uh, tips uh, so we'll be sure to uh, share your blog when you're ready to post it on the, uh, in the show it. notes as well. <laughs> so that'd be awesome. So finally, let's talk about mentoring for a bit. Um, what advice would you give uh, on how to find a mentor? Coming out of the military was one of the the hardest and most challenging things that I had to do because it's scary. You have all these people in your life. Uh, you have leaders around you that are constantly, you know, letting you know what needs to get done and putting, pushing you in a direction. What the army doesn't do and what the military doesn't do is they, they don't teach you how to find a mentor and they don't help you network as, as much as, you know, other professional fields. So the most important thing and the best advice I can give is one, make sure you're networking, find a method of networking that you're comfortable with and really just get out there and put yourself out there a little bit and try to network. But that's where we saw the boom with LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a great resource. I try to make the joke with people like if us in cyber can get hundreds and hundreds of emails and cold DMs from people trying to sell us the latest and greatest security tool, then you can absolutely make that connection, reach out to someone in your field that you respect and just say, hey, are you open to uh, mentees? I really value your opinion. Or if you're looking at an organization in particular, reach out to people, try to make those connections. The worst they can do is say no and not right now or not at this time, but they might be able to make other connections for you. Two, things like VetSec. Um, so I'm actually a part of two organizations, VetSec being my heart and soul, but I'm also a part of a Cyber Mentor Dojo. And I actually stumbled upon this randomly. It's actually originally a UK-based organization, but now they're global. Finding really good resources like VetSec and Cyber Mentor Dojo, places where you can go and they have programs in, in place so that you can connect with mentors. VetSec has a Slack channel and it has a dedicated channels to finding mentors. It has mm -hmm. like a field that you fill out and you can submit yourself so you can get a mentor. Uh, Cyber Mentor Dojo uh, has that same thing. And finding those resources, reaching out to people and just taking that step and knowing that if you want to get better, you need that mentorship. Just shoot your shot, send a message to someone through validated programs like VetSec and Cyber Mentor Dojo, and just make that connection because I get tons of connection requests daily from a lot of different people from all around the world. Hmm. And then I get these connections from VetSec and I'm able to help these people because right. of these programs that exist. Yeah. If you don't get out there 
a little bit and do some research and try to find the programs that are right for you, you're never going to find a mentor. So network, LinkedIn, and then find programs like VetSec and Cyber. Yeah, great, great guidance, Corey. And I think it really is with this type of situation, the person looking for a mentor has to do a little bit of work and put themselves in the uncomfortable. But if you do that, amazing things can happen, right? To connect with somebody like you and suddenly, boom, you're like, hey, this took me three months to learn how to work all this thing. And I'm going to tell you in five minutes, do this, this, and this. And, you know, so the learning curve of advice that you can offer people is just phenomenal. Uh, But it is on the onus of the person to put themselves out. And whether it's joining a group or showing up for a B-side or going to a a black hat or a defcon or other types of ways to interact or finding great ways like linkedin for people to interact onus is on the person looking for the mentor to go find it but they're out there right this is an industry where we just there's such a need for people and there's just lots of great people like yourself that are willing to help right when we mentor somebody we're not only helping somebody when there's something internally we help ourselves a little bit so i think that's awesome and i still are just blown away that 63 people is just a I guess I had up my game. I was writing up my goals for uh, 2023. I put down 30. I think, all right, I'm going for 60, man. Corey's inspired me. I love it. <laughs> so awesome. Well, hey, I knew you'd be a great guest and you definitely were. So thank you very much for sharing your thoughts. As a reminder to our listeners looking to up their skills in cybersecurity, uh, you can get one year free of content from ThreatX Academy. Uh, which is 140 hours of the latest, greatest content in cybersecurity. Very little to do with ThreatX and way more to do about all the awesome uh, challenges of things that people need to learn to get up to speed on cybersecurity. You can get uh, access to the content by going to academy.threatx.com and using the promo code podcast. Thank you again, Corey. Have a great day. Thanks for your service and thanks for helping everybody in the industry. You're becoming very quickly a beacon of help. Uh, So thank you for uh, all you're doing outside your day job. Thank you, Gene. You too. And I appreciate you having me. 